You're listening to Senior Times Podcasts. Thanks to our sponsors, Expressway, Travel Department and Doro Phones for making this podcast possible. Once again, because they're young and because you guys are young and I'm young and you're all as young as you feel and I think and I hope you feel young today because this um, program is a little different than the others and as I was going through my rabbit hole of hundreds and thousands of songs and people and uh, it occurred to me that in lots of these stories the common theme is love. And today's program is love in different aspects. And I'm starting off with one of the greatest um, love stories in the history of popular music. A turbulent story, a passionate story. And uh, it's the love story between Johnny Cash and June Carter. And they met backstage at the Grand Old Opry. And they were married to to somebody, each of them were married to someone else. And it was like they were hit by a bolt of lightning. And they went away from that meeting, but they knew something had stirred deep in their souls. And that was the beginning. So rather than me tell the story, I'm going to see if I can find June and Johnny from clips that I found best to tell the story. Uh, When I first fell in love with Johnny Cash, it was a... It was a scary thing <laughs> because, um, <laughs> well, he was just, he was, and he was just a little kind of a wild man, no big kind of a wild man, but God was truly good and he's, he's a great husband and he, he's a great daddy to the children, he's a great, well, he's just a nice man and I wanted you to know that. <laughs> Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Found by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire Went down, down, down And the flames went higher Johnny Cash recorded June Carter's Ring of Fire. It went on to become one of his biggest hits. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I met you in the shadows And your face was all aglow I remember it so well, though it was many years ago. 
We both knew something happened without a lot to say. But we had other lives, and so we went our separate ways. But our hearts communicated, and every time we passed, we were gradually building something that would forever last. As long as, long as, the, moon as the moon shall rise. As long as the rivers flow, as long as the sun will shine, as long as the grass shall grow. All right, in the 60s, your dependency was on what? In the 60s, amphetamines and barbiturates. Amphetamines to stay up, mm -hmm. barbiturates to bring you down yeah. after you were up. Right. Now, what was it like performing when you were on drugs? Well, for a while it was okay. For a while it was okay. For a while, Larry, when I took my first ones, I said, that, this is what God meant for me to have in this world. This was invented for me, you know? Mm. I honestly thought it was a blessing, a gift from God, these pills were. And, uh, but then I thought, then I finally found out I was deceiving myself that this was, uh, this was one of those uh, things that have a false face, that uh, it's the devil in disguise. She said, there's something about you worth saving, and I'm gonna fight you to save yourself. And she did. She started in on me. And I started in trying to trick her and fight back. But uh, I didn't know what he'd fire me every show because I was afraid. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, uh, he had all these nice little cute little pills he would take, you know. And uh, the men who worked for Johnny Cash had such respect for him that they would never throw them away. But I was afraid he would mm -hmm. die if I didn't throw them away. So mm -hmm. I you used to... You let her do that, though. No, I didn't let her. No, I uh -uh. sneaked in his room and stole them. Yeah, she'd steal them and flush them. And flushed them down the and commode. And then I threatened to kill her or fire her, <laughs> throw things at her. But and, it was <laughs> really quite a fight. What was the turning point? Well, um, 152 pounds at 6 feet 2. It was one bad thing, and uh, I'd wrecked every car I'd ever owned, and I'd almost kill myself in a lot of ways. I'd, uh, I'd made a lot of enemies. Uh, I'd hurt a lot of people, a lot of people. Uh, I realized that I was going to die if I didn't stop it, and I didn't want to die. I felt I had something better to live for. In the back of my mind, no matter what I was doing, there was always June Carter, you know? either to, to fall back on, to go to for help, or, or to go back to and say, here I am back, you know, uh, sorry for what I did. And she's the kind of woman that would always say, you're forgiven, and we'd try it again. We're the best partners this world's ever seen. Together we're close as can be. But sometimes it's hard to find time in between To tell you what you mean to me You are the rose of my heart You are the love of my life A flower not faded nor falling apart 
If you're tired, rest your head on my heart, rose of my heart. When sorrow holds you in its arms of clay, it's raindrops that fall from your eyes. Your smile is the sun come to earth for a day. You brighten my blackest of skies. You are the rose of my heart. You are the love of my life. A flower not faded, nor falling apart. If you're cool, let my love make you warm, rose of my heart. So I enjoyed doing the hurt video. I enjoyed doing that very much because. I felt we were doing something worthwhile. Yeah. That it was uh, that it was something that was kind of special. It's very it's a very emotional video. I mean, did you feel very emotional? I did. Doing I it? did. I felt very emotionally emotional doing the hurt video. Yes. Yeah. Rick played the song for me, and I, uh, I when I heard the record, I said I can't do that song. It's not my style. Yeah. It just. He said, Well, let's try it another way. Let me do something so we put down a track and I listened to it so we started working on that from from there we started working on it until uh, we got the record made I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real the needle tears a hole the old familiar sting the old familiar sting try to kill it all away but I remember everything what have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the air And you could have it all Achievement Award to Johnny, his beautiful wife, June Carter Cat. Well, I come here tonight to thank you mostly, you, for coming, but I come for my husband. I used to be just kind of a, an entertainer like a lot of you, but I married Johnny Cash a long time ago, and he... <laughs> I've just about done everything with him. So I came to thank you for this. This is beautiful. I, 
This is for Johnny. I accept this for him in all humility. He's one of the most humble guys I know. He's, um, he's one of the best husbands that's ever been. And he's just one of the best country music entertainers I've ever known. Thank you. Well, I hope uh, those tips almost by themselves tell a story. But uh, that was uh, June Carter on stage looking old and feeble. And it was a short while before she died. And she was there accepting the Hurt Video Award for Johnny because he wasn't well himself. They were both, at the end, not well. I also have found the very final performance that uh, Johnny did. It's in a little, like a parish hall. And it's just him and some of his good old boy friends. And uh, so the last time he ever picked up a guitar and sang was at uh, this little session. He had to sit down. He, he couldn't stand. Uh, he was handed his guitar. He was given a glass of water. And uh, some guy um, tuned it for him and got it ready. But he really still felt that he wanted to do it and uh, it's it's special here it is hello i'm johnny cash (laughs) i'm glad to see you folks thanks for coming to see our show Okay, Jerry, Jerry Hensley. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down. San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. of June Carter overshadows me tonight with the love she had for me and the love I have for her. We connect somewhere between here and heaven. She came down for a short visit, I guess, from heaven to visit with me tonight to give me courage and inspiration like she always has. She's never been one for me except courage and inspiration. I thank God for June Carter. I love her with all my heart. I would like to do a song that she wrote that she was extremely proud of. Let me see. Jerry, see if I can. Okay. Okay. Three. 
This would be the last time Johnny would sing Ring of Fire, the last time he sang live. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. The taste of love is sweet. One heart. Like ours, I fell for you like a child. Oh, but the fire went wild. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. I fell into burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. I fell for you like a child. Oh, but the fire went wild. I fell into burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. service for June in Hendersonville, Tennessee, and um, later to rest there, her, her spirit went on, but her body was laid to rest, and uh, I won't try to tell you how bad I miss her. Uh, I'll just say that, well, I'd like to do another song that uh, is important to me that that she requested be sung at her funeral. She had asked me 
This was months before we knew anything was wrong. She had asked me to have um, the Oak Ridge Boys perform, Larry Gatlin, Emmylou Harris. And I asked her what she wanted Emmylou to sing, and she said, Angel Band. My lady son is sinking fast. The race is almost run. The strongest trials now were past. The triumph has begun. Oh, come, angel. Well, there you are. I tried to tell that story in the voice of June and Johnny and uh, the songs that they sang, the songs he sang for her and the song that she wrote for him that became a huge, huge hit, Ring of Fire. They fell into a, a ring of fire just after they met backstage at the Grand Old Opry. It was a turbulent life. And as you heard, he was on uppers and downers and drugs and she really stood by him and managed to support him and he became clean. She loved him deeply, truly, madly, and so did he love her. And uh, it was, as he said himself, unconditional love. She died on uh, May the 15th, 2003, following surgical complications on a uh, heart bypass. And uh, he died exactly four months later, even though she said to him, go finish that record. And he went into the studio for two weeks, and that was the heart album that he did when he was dying. And uh, then I think he just gave up. But it's a, it's a great story, great songs, great couple. Moving on, this is a, a love story, but a love story with a difference. It's about uh, three women who worked together, three of the best country music singers in the history of country music, and it was uh, Dolly Parton, Emmy Lou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. They made a number of albums together, and uh, they really created quite a unique sound. But to start the whole ball rolling on this segment of the program, let me ask uh, Dolly, will you tell us what happened? Back in 1967, I had the good fortune of getting to be the girl singer on the Porter Wagoner show. Some of you might remember that. And when I started working with Porter, I told him I had come to Nashville to be my own star and to have my own group. But the money was so good, I told Porter I would stay for five years, and he agreed to that. Well, five years came, and I wanted to go, and the show was doing great, and Porter was having a real hard time with that, and he was stubborn. We used to fight like cats and dogs because we were both stubborn. But anyhow, I told him I wanted to go on out on my own, so he was just having a fit about it, and we argued a lot, and I thought, he's never going to listen to me. He's not hearing a word I'm saying, so why don't you just go home, do what you do best, write a song. So I went home, wrote a song about it, came back the next day, and I said, Porter, just sit down. Let me sing you something, then you'll know how I feel. And I just want you to know that I will always love you. And that's what I call this song, and it goes like this.
of it. I will always love you. Uh, written by Dolly. And uh, I love Dolly. We met her in, uh, we were involved in the musical 9 to 5. And uh, we met her with my son, Danny, who's very thin. And she pulled up his shirt and she said, I want my stomach to look like that. So he was charmed by, by Dolly. And then anyhow, moving right along, she met up with Linda and Emmy Lou. And they did lots of work together and their voices blended beautifully. So here they are. To know him is to love him. To know, know, know him is to love, love, love him. Just to see him smile makes my life worthwhile. To know. I 
sweet vocal blend. And Dolly Parton, Emmy Lou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. Now this famous intro sets up one of Linda Ronstadt's greatest hits, Blue Bayou. Fishing boats with the sails of love 
a voice of an angel, and that voice cruelly taken from her by Parkinson's disease, making singing impossible. In her stellar career, she sold a hundred million records, was awarded four Grammys in different genres, country, Latin, and pop. Here she talks about the effects of Parkinson's. What do you spend your time doing these days? Um, well, I, I do a lot of reading. I can't do a lot of things that are active. I can't spend very much time on my feet or even very much time sitting up. I have to kind of lounge around. But I, I'm, I'm lazy, so it's a good thing that I lounge. So I'm glad to have the leisure time. I have a huge stack of books that I need to read. When you think about those songs, in your mind, can you still sing, if that makes oh, sense? Oh, I can sing in my brain. I sing in my brain all the time. But it's not the, quite the same as doing it physically. You know, there's a physical feeling in singing that's just like skiing down a hill. Except better, because I'm not a very good skier. <laughs> when did you start noticing there was something wrong with your voice? 2000. Was it faltering? Yeah, it would start to, I'd start to sing and then it would just clamp up. It was like a cramp. It was like a would freeze. My voice would freeze. And I said, there's something wrong with my voice. And people say, oh, you're just a perfectionist. I go, no, there's really something systemically wrong. And it's very slow moving, this disease. So it took a long time to really finally manifest. I'm going back someday. She played her last show in 2009. But it wasn't until 2013 that she revealed she'd been diagnosed with Parkinson's. And you retired before you even knew what was happening. Oh, yeah, I was just yelling. Instead of singing, I was just kind of yelling. That's how you heard it? Yeah, I didn't want to charge people for that. Do you think other people heard it too, or really? Yeah. Yeah, I but I mean, it wouldn't have mattered. I could hear it. And it wasn't any fun anymore, you know? Singing is there are really a lot of things you can do with your voice. You can slide onto all different sorts of textures, and you know, and if you're not doing that, it's not interesting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here they are, Emmy Lou Harris, Linda Ronstadt, and Dolly Parton. Kids! And she always tried to keep it interesting. Besides her solo work, she teamed up with some of the greatest voices in the business. Well, I dreamed I saw the knights in armor come Saying something about a queen No record company wanted to touch that. Called us the Queenston Trio. Queenston Trio? <laughs> Queenston Trio. <laughs> It's an amazing thing when you sing with somebody. It's a very intimate relationship. It's, it's almost like sex. It's as intimate as sex, but it's not sex. It's different. And it's you know? that intimate. It's that intimate. It's like a great love affair. There are some things in your life that you pick out and think, that is one of the greatest things that I was ever a part of. Well, I dreamed I saw the knights in armor coming, saying something about a queen. Look Dolly Parton, Amy Lou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. Three of the most enduring, influential women Look in music. Linda Ronstadt, who's unbelievably great, and Amy Lou, who's spectacular, and I'm just, I just feel so proud to be part of that trio. What a friend had said, I was hoping it was a lie. They first sang as a trio more than 40 years ago, and now they're joining forces again to release their final album as one of them, Linda, faces the biggest challenge 
of her life. What does it mean? How's it affected your life? You know, from the minute I get up, I have a hard time brushing my teeth, washing my hair, standing in the shower. I have a hard time standing or sitting. I can't sit up straight in a chair. Like, I can't sit up at the table and eat my whole breakfast. I have to do it in sections. I can't knit. I can't sew. I can't sing. What's the prognosis? Well, you just get worse until you die. Well, there you are. That's a, um, a story or an attempt to tell a story of Dolly, Emmylou and Linda Ronstadt said at the end of her life that she has very debilitating Parkinson's. Uh, and I know a little bit about that because my dear friend Shay Healy has had it for 15 years and it's a, it's a horrible disease, um, particularly for somebody who is an entertainer and relies on their voice. So before we go, girls, let's have it one more time. Let's have the sweetest gift. from Throkra. I hope you and those you love are safe and well. In Ireland, we're doing all we can to protect each other. But can you imagine not being able to wash your hands because you don't have running water? That's the reality for many people Throkra supports. 
This virus knows no borders, but neither should our compassion. Now more than ever, we need your support to protect them. Please give whatever you can. Call 1850-408-408 or visit throkra.org. Throkra, until love conquers fear. Part 3 of our love stories. Roy Orbison's Black and White Knight. He was surrounded by love and the admiration of his peers. A night to remember. Walking down the street, pretty woman, the kind of like to meet, pretty woman. I don't believe you, no, not the truth. No one can look as good as you. Mercy. Fast Fade there, that was uh, one of the tracks from the Black and White Night. It's one of the best live concert albums of all time. Roy Orbison and uh, joined by Bruce Springsteen, Katie Lang, uh, Bonnie Raitt, Elvis Costello, Tom Waits. Bono was on somewhere at the end. But just such uh, an amazing ensemble. And we talked about love at the beginning. There was so much love in the room for Roy Orbison and so much admiration and so much great musicianship. The sound was fantastic. Uh, the reason it was called a Black and White Night, I think, is because, well, it was recorded in black and white. And uh, it's, the, the, as I say, the sound mix, the performances by Springsteen and Waits and Katie Lang, they're, they're just loving it and they're having the best time. So um, I'm going to play a few more tracks from Black and White Night. A candy-colored clown they call the Sandman Tiptoes to my room every night Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper Go to sleep, everything is all right I close my eyes Then I look away Into the magic I softly say a silent prayer like dreamers do. Then I fall asleep to dream my dreams of you. In dreams, I walk. With you In dreams I talk To you 
Yeah, I think you can get a sense of the uh, excitement at that concert. All of the audience, I think, were special guests and entertainers, and the place was alive. It was magical. And I think if you get a chance to look at the Black and White Night, it's on DVD. I don't know if you know what those are anymore. Well, the old folks will. But I think it's also, you can buy it for three ninety nine on YouTube. And uh, when we lived in, in Danes Hollow, when we had parties in the house, it was always uh, the end of the night when everybody was feeling pretty good and a certain amount of wine taken that uh, we'd play that on the big screen and everybody would get up and dance and the speakers were up full and uh, the, sound, the surround sound was fantastic. So they were great, memorable nights to Roy and the black and white night. Um Another memory I had for when the the day that Roy died, and that was recorded in January 1998, and uh, he died short of a year after that. He died in uh, Texas in December the 6th, uh, 1988, so he died of a heart attack. And um, I used to drive down to Athlone with my mother. She had a brother, a brother who was a sort of a typical... Uh, a slightly eccentric uh, country bachelor and he lived in a little cottage which was the family farmhouse and he lived there on his own. He wasn't very good at uh, cleaning or tidying or anything like that but so we would go down two or three times a year and do a major deep clean as they say now and uh, bring him out to lunch and chat to him and uh, on the way down I heard on the radio that... Uh, Roy Orbison had died, and uh, I was such a fan and listened to all his records and many over and over. So I actually had to pull into the side, and uh, I had tears in my eyes. It was like somebody I knew had died, and uh, I'd never met him. I'd seen him live in Dublin twice, and uh, he didn't speak. He just uh, came out, and I remember on one occasion... Um, he, they started playing the intro to Only the Lonely, the kind of dum, 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 dee, do what? And they played it once and they played it twice and they played it a third time and nothing happened and he didn't come out and everybody was kind of shuffling and looking at each other saying, is there a problem, is he there? Anyway, he did it again, he didn't come out, but on the third time off stage where you didn't see him, this sublime voice of an angel uh, spun around the theatre singing, bit better than that but that was he then once he'd sung that line he he came out but he was very <clears throat> an amazing voice and uh, I love him we will leave our goings on this evening with the uh, last track from the Black and White Night Only the lonely Know the way I feel tonight But only the lonely 
Superstar band, and if you can get a copy of that and watch it, it's the best live recording of an event, and I've watched it over and over, but then uh, I am a super fan, and Roy never spoke, he just sang, and he didn't need to speak, and he didn't in his live concerts either, he may have said thank you, and but he didn't introduce the songs, he just opened his mouth and sang, and one of the best pop singers, if pop is not a, is too uh, less a word or a derogatory word for him, he's transcended pop, he was, uh, he had an operatic voice and singers really admired him and a lot of singers couldn't cover the range that he covered. Anyway, uh, I love you Roy baby and uh, I miss you and I was going to leave it there but uh, I'm indulging myself and maybe um, I let Roy say uh, what Your I want to say. Your baby doesn't love you anymore. That's right, Roy. It's it's over. Golden days before they end. Whisper secrets to the wind. Before they fly Send falling stars that seem to cry Your baby doesn't want you anymore It's over
I think a, a majestic singer and um, I'm, I'm interested in sound and the sound mix and the sound mix and that's incredible there's a small live orchestra with strings and other instruments there's three backing vocals and there's all the big stars the uh, Bruce Springsteen's and the Tom Waits and all those guys and the mix is incredible and if you have a good uh, stereo system at home even with 5-1 and you have a big screen, uh, you're in for a real treat. That's uh, Roy Orbison, Black and White Night. And now... Yes, indeed, that's Dwayne Eddy, uh, because they're young. And that's my signature tune, as I said before. It used to be my sig tune when I was 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, going around cricket clubs and tennis clubs and football clubs with my sisters selling, selling the middles and taking the, doing the cloakroom and doing uh, it because they're young so we're back here because we're still young I hope you enjoyed, enjoyed the love theme and the meandering story see you next week <laughs> 